Hello, Doctor. Hello, Pastor Niyi. How are you doing? I'm just going to go right ahead and start the program. Is that all right? Good. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Talk with Ebere. I am so excited today to have Pastor Niyi Adekule with me. He's a very, very special person. He doesn't like too many titles, so I'll just let him be me today. Is that all right, Pastor Nii? Perfect. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, fine. Like I say at the beginning of this uh, program, or all the past recordings, I have made a conscious effort to interview or have a conversation with people who are particularly deep thinkers, whose mindset is, you know, I hold in very high regard. So today, Pastor Nii and I will be discussing why dreams die. I have a couple of questions, and uh, just for a sort of intro, you know when we're all young, we believe that we can get up and touch the sky, we just think we have absolutely no barriers, we have no inhibitions whatsoever, we have 100% belief in our abilities as God has given to us. But as we get older, as we get older, for some reason, either we lose confidence or circumstances or whatever, the dreams just kind of fizzle out or eventually die. So, Pastor Lee, my first question to you, why do dreams die? Dreams Hello. die. Because people allow them to die. Simplistic question. Answer is it. No, I know there's more. <laughs> I know definitely there's more. People allow them die. All right? Explain. We give in to a number of factors. Babies. So it's like conception. And the moment you conceive, it does not guarantee giving birth. And every, every mother, even though you are happy at the, at the joy, of con you understand that conception is not everything until you see delivery and see the baby develop and go on to other things and that's how dreams are and if you do not protect it from the point of conception it will die there are forces within you and there are forces around you that are doing everything to ensure that the baby or the dream doesn't survive and the first thing is to understand uh, what some of these things are. If you understand them, then you need to know what you can do with your dreams from them. Number one, fear. Fear? Because there's no dream. Yeah, fear. Number fear. one, the greatest, fear. Because there's no dream that comes to you that is not initially bigger than you. So, the can first I, can, I, response, can, I, can I interrupt you there? Fear, please. accepted, why don't we feel this fear when we're younger, when, the, when we start out with a dream? Because when you're young, uh, the kind of fear you experience when you're young is not fear of your ability. You, you don't really fear your own ability or inability. It's the fear of like darkness and all that. But growing up and it, 
goals and begins to help us become conscious of the fact that you are not the only one in the world. As a child, you, you feel everything resolves around you. You are not conscious of anybody. So you can pull where you want, you can cry when you want, you can scream when you want, you can be a mess when you want. But as you grow older, you become conscious of the fact that there are other people. So you want to behave yourself. You want to be your best behavior. You want to look right. You want to put your best foot forward. You are, uh, the impression of people about you is important. And those are the things that subtly introduce fear. But as a child, baby cries anytime he wants to eat, does anything he wants, and he doesn't, he's not scared. But as we grow older, those things become conscious. You do, a baby falls and rises again, and we are the ones that shout, oh, baby, you know, and then just gets up, even cries and goes up to it again. But as we get older, you now understand that if I fall, people can laugh at me, people can make fun of me, people can mock me, then you are doing everything not to fall. So instead of walking, you choose rather not to walk because instead of being motivated by the joy of walking and getting to your goal, you are motivated or held back by the fear wow. of see. falling and people making fun of you. Very clear. Okay. So that's what I mean. Please go on. So uh, the internal factors, like I've said, fear. Like, and let me use, let me use the, the let me use the. Okay. Have to deal with in yourself the 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 challenges that that happen within you. Up, you unconsciously give up. So the first thing is before you even to get the dream is important you understand yourself like i said the first thing that a true dream that you you should be able to accomplish will do to you is to help you understand that you cannot accomplish it so understand your limitations understand your abilities understand your capabilities then know how to manage them there are so many things that will limit you number one your personality there are some things you can do. There are some things you can't do. Some of us are introverted by nature. Some of us are extroverted by nature. Some of us are naturally people that can work with others. Some of us are not. It's important you understand these things. So fear is one. Your configuration and your personality is another thing. And a lot of people try to make things happen without understanding who they are. Now, I, uh, I was made to understand that um, if a woman is pregnant, uh there's something they call is it a racist factor or something yeah so um if you if your blood group is is a positive or negative i'm not too sure of the details now you need to get some form of injection or some treatment to ensure that your system does not fight the baby that's right so my simple understanding is this the more you understand yourself the more things you need And within yourself, and we all have these things. So a woman that does not understand that keeps getting pregnant, keeps losing the child, and thinks it's some uh, enemy factor. Whereas it's simply ignorance, not knowing who you are. So the more you know who you are, the more you know your limitations, the more you think you, the more you know how to handle it, and the better you do in partnering with people or learning to know how to leverage the skill you have or the things you don't have wow. to make your dreams happen. So 
that's very very important that's, that's very 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 important the dream would your dream the person you are at the beginning of your dream and the person you are at the end of your dream are two different people so it's important you know who you are because it's going to take a lot out of you to transform from that person who received the dream to the person who makes the dream happen and sometimes a lot of us don't want to go through that process a man, Moses met God and God gave him this dream of delivering the nation of Israel. He saw it and everything he was talking about was one excuse after the other. I can't talk, I can't do this, I can't do that. Okay, God said, you can't talk. I'm going to partner with your brother. He can talk, he'll do this for you. Lord, I can't do this, I can't do this. And he began to speak about his limitations. There's no problem with it. It's important you know it. So two things happen. You can either learn how to partner with people or learn how to work with your weakness, overcome them, and move on with your dreams. So those are some of the internal things that really, really limit people's dreams. They're external factors. Right, fantastic. Now you keep say. saying, um, I'm going to take it back a bit to what you said earlier. You mentioned at the point when you receive the dream. So my question to you now is, who gives the dream? Yeah. And how do you know that the dream you think you have received is valid? Okay. Um, there are a number of things about that. Uh, some people believe that their dreams come from God and from, from divine, uh, divine uh, endowment that God has given them. Like we have the story of Joseph in the Bible. Some people just uh, have a desire and they pursue it. But the truth is this, whether it's from God, whether it's a personal desire, no dream will happen without conviction whether it's God that gave it to you, whether it's your personal desire, whatever dream you have, you need to be convinced about the reality of that dream. So that's quite important. So yes, you can dream, you can, you can receive a dream from God. You can, you can have an experience, a painful experience that inspires you to do something. And dream now is not... By, by oh, of dream. course. We're not talking about we should make that clear. The dream, for our listeners, the dream is actually... Uh, interchangeably, yes, with yes, purpose, yes. your vision, your desires, or your goals. Yes, a purpose, something, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could come from God, it could come from an experience, it could come from the the, the way God has, given, has, has built you. you. You just found out that you have some unique ability that is, that is not uh, 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 available to everybody and you believe you can make something out of it. So, uh, if you are one of those who read the Bible, I think somewhere in Romans, it talks about the gifts and the callings of God. So uh, that means either God gives you gifts in terms of abilities, or he specifically calls you or gives you an invitation to come and do something for him. And then there, 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 there are the things you are passionate about. And some people just look at something and, they, they, they just want to rise up and do something about it. But like I said, either way, anyhow it comes, you must have convictions that the dream is going to be reality. Why? Because there's no dream in this world that will not go through the danger of opposition. And when the opposition comes up, if you are not convinced about the reality of the dream... So you're saying to us that we, you know, have a role to play or the most significant role to play in validating our dreams. Because when we validate our dreams, then other people will see, you know, the value of our dreams and believe it as well. Is that what you're saying? Hello? 
sometimes please permit uh, pardon us we have a, a bit of a break there hello yes Nigi, can you hear me yes i i, I, do, I lost the other point yes i was saying that you know what i hear you say is that yeah. we have the major role to play in yes, validating our dreams Yes. Because uh, when we do when we do that, then other people will believe in the value of our dreams and the authenticity yeah. of our dreams. Right. So, how do you explain a five-year-old, for instance, who wakes up and has this burning desire to create some, for instance, uh, advanced kind of um, technology that will fly planes? A five-year-old. Well, well, it, it's good. Where, it's, where, it's good. Where did, that, where, no, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Like I said, we have these desires flying around this, and sometimes it's about the abilities that God gave us. So you just respond to these abilities. And uh, it's said that uh, the late Nelson Mandela was a young boy of less than 10 or 10 years old. He sat down at the back of a church, a Baptist church in Zululand, in the thick of, and said to himself, One day I will be the leader of this country. I'll be the president of this country. Where did he get that from? I read another story about Neil Armstrong, who was sitting down in front of his father's house as a young boy. And one of his uh, uncles came around visiting and he sat down in front of the porch, wooden house. And his uncle said, what do you want to do with your life? And he pointed to the sky and said, I want to go there. The technology wasn't there. The, nobody was talking about going to space. Neil Armstrong went to space at, in the 60s. So, that must have happened either in the 50s or the 40s. But there was just something on the inside of him that was kicking and was saying to him that this is possible. And he believed it. And, and he believed it. But he could have said, nobody has done it before. Who, who, who has even heard about that before? But today, it's history. People are, in fact, people are literally trying to have honeymoon on the moon today with what, uh, with what people are doing in terms of technology and all that. So, um, I believe that, like I said, these dreams, sometimes when God gives you these dreams, you don't even know it's from God. And sometimes these things are on the inside of you. You don't even know why you can do it, but it's just there. Some of us discover it early. Some of us discover it much more. But some way, somehow, it's like the deep calling to the deep. And some of us can respond to it, no matter how deep and great it is, respond to it and rise up to it. Wow. Deep call it unto deep. As the Bible mm -hmm. says, right? Okay, so what role? What role? You know, because it's yeah. one thing to have a, a, a wild dream or a big dream and you embrace it. What roles do clarity and, uh, you know, confidence, in fact, courage as well, play in fulfilling that dream? Now, confidence and clarity is a journey. Mm. We, don't, we, don't, we don't get there in one day. Because like I said, every, in fact, I think the first reaction to a dream is confusion. You, you, you look at the dream and you look at yourself and you say it's impossible. Then after you stay around, now if you are a child, yes, you just, you, you, you take it up. But you know that as a child, you cannot accomplish that dream immediately. Joseph was a child when he had a dream of, of seeing the sun, moon and stars, wow. you know, uh, bowing down to him. And in his ignorance, he said it to everybody and he saw how the problem started immediately. <laughs> And the process took here, yeah, you know, so a child will just blotter out and all that because you don't know the process yet. All God will show you is the end product. He tells you, oh, I'm going to give you a land flow with milk and honey. That's the dream. But he didn't tell you that, listen, 
they are going to go through hell and high water. Pharaoh will almost kill you. You almost sink in the in, in the Red Sea. All this will happen. But the moment you begin to see those things and get clarity, you will be scared. And that's when God needs to tell you, be strong and very courageous because you want to pull back. That's right. But as you move on, you, 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 don't, you don't see the whole road in one day. Clarity, just like you're driving on the road. When you're driving, at some point, it looks as if there's water on the road. But you don't say, no, there's water on the road. I won't go there. Just keep moving. You find that when you get there, there's nothing there. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. And these are dynamics that makes dream happen. The more you understand. Guidance is also very, very important. Oh, absolutely. You need somebody absolutely. to guide mm -hmm. you along the way. Mm -hmm. What you are doing for us is guidance. You need someone to guide you along the way. So when it comes to clarity and uh, confidence, do you think in any way that those can maybe help you achieve your dream quicker or should we say easier? Because if you're clear on what exactly it is you, know, you have received from God, what exactly it is you want to know, uh, you have tried to eliminate confusion, as you said, can you achieve it faster or is there a set timeline that you must go through A, B, C, D, before you realize or fulfill that dream? There's no, there's no doubt. Clarity allows you to get there faster. It's like you're traveling the light. The, the brighter your headlamp, the faster you can move. True. If your headlamp is dim, if your headlamp is dim, yes, you can move, but you're more cautious. But if there's light everywhere, your headlamp is good, the street lights are on, the, you know, everything is working, you can just move faster. So clarity makes you move faster. If I can quote the Bible, write the vision down, make it plain, make it clear, make it plain, make it clear. And the next one said that so that the person that reads it or interfaces with it can run. If it's not clear, you can't run. If you might be able to walk, you might be able to crawl, but you can't run. The clearer it is, the faster you can move. And that's for everybody. And the clearer, the clearer, the clearer it gets, the faster we can the clearer move. it gets still. Yes. Wow. wow. Yes. The clearer, the clearer, the clearer. So I have a question for you now. I'm going to call in your, your role as a cleric, if you don't mind. Pastor Nii, oh. is your dream oh. actually your life's purpose? Now, all the time. Let me rephrase that. God has made you an eye for a particular purpose that he has in mind, right? Now, is that purpose fulfilled through the burning dream that you have? Or could there be some disalignment sometimes? What do you think? Um, if I use... I, I see the, that's why I talk about the dynamics of dream and, and guidance. If I use my personal example... Please. So today, you called me cleric, whatever you call it. Cleric, that's a very big name. <laughs> uh, sorry, so sorry, 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 sorry. I was not I'm a bit dodgy about the word pastor these days, if you don't mind. So, cleric? <laughs> whatever it is. Cleric is fine. Just throw everything away and just leave me with some prayer. <laughs> so, uh, so, I was an engineering student, and I'm till now I'm an introvert. And I and I my desire was to be a professor of electronics engineering. So one night, in my own unique way, God visits me, and I had this dream that you will be, let me use your word, a man of the clock. You will be a cleric. 
and I'm like, absolutely impossible. I can't do that. How <laughs> can I do that? Distance, I'm, not, huh? I'm, not, I'm an introvert. Immediately, I'm an introvert. I can't do this. I don't like standing in public. I don't know how to talk. I don't like talking to people. I don't like this. I don't like that. Uh, and back in those days, a lot of uh, preachers shout. I don't know how to shout. I don't know how to do this. It's absolutely not going to happen. And I resisted it with everything. There was an elder, a more senior friend who came to me and said, oh, and me, I had this, this, I had this thing from God that God is calling you that one day you'll be a pastor. I didn't talk to you for a year and a half. <laughs> I said, how will you look at me and tell me I'm going to be a pastor, a preacher? What kind of rubbish is that? You know, incidentally, he's an, he's an advocate in the Anglican church today. And he sees me today and he just laughs. And sometimes he cries. It was the time I went to speak. He was just crying. He said, can you imagine this boy that he didn't talk to me for a year and a half? Wow. I said, wow. because I just couldn't imagine it. Mm. And that's because uh, God, Jesus told Peter, he said, we need to pay bills for this, for, this, for this toll. He said, but we don't have money on us. But go to the sea, catch a fish, open the mouth of the fish, you'll see a gold coin, bring it out and pay the bill for us. And I asked the question, did the fish know that it was kind of a golden coin? And most likely, no. Mm, but the creator of the fish... Thank you. So I'm a bit smart. <laughs> Very. When you follow your dream, you think you're smart. Wow. So, the question. Did the fish know it was carrying a golden coin? And most likely, no. But the creator knew that there was something there. So... If you're one of those who believe in God and is your maker and all that, you believe that there are some things he has put inside of you that can help you address the challenges and the needs of your life. So you just believe in that and you begin to cooperate and gradually. So today people see me and I do this and people say, wow, I wish I can do this like you do. I said, if only you knew that, it almost killed me. Yeah. You know? But in responding to it and like I said, clarity, guidance, learning, accepting then, like a book, you begin to open gradually. And incidentally, I even found out that, you know, a dream is more, it's like a book, like it's like a book. And a book is made up of different pages. So, a section of your brain might be talking about medicine today and being an eye doctor today. Ten years later, the dream might move you from there to becoming like an author, and I'm not calling anybody's name now, <laughs> move you from being an author a marketer, a coach, really? and all that. But you see, one thing is one thing is straight to everything. It's about helping people. It's about helping people. So the big picture is Lord. So when you meet me today, I remember my daughter came to me one day and said, Daddy, um, we're talking in school about our parents and our dads. My have a friend whose father is a doctor. And that one is a bank and all that. He said, what exactly are you? <laughs> I like that. I said, I'm jobless. He said, you what? He said, I, I, no. So I told her, I said, I'm jobless. And I confused her the more. She must and the reason confused. was because my daughter sees me. Come again. She must have been thoroughly confused. Hello? She must have been thoroughly confused. Yeah, because she sees, she sees me pastor a church. She sees me right she knows sometimes, she knew I studied engineering. She knows a number of things. So to help her confusion, one day I took her out with me. That day I was doing a training in the company. So I took her out. It was my birthday. So I finished the training. When I finished the training, 
she sat down, everybody greeted her and all that. I had to run to the studio to do a TV recording. When I finished the TV recording, I ran to church, did some work, then I came back home. By the time she was already fagged out. So I called her, I said, uh, young lady, do you know exactly what I do? She said, that's the problem. I don't know. In the morning, we're talking to these people. We have to, you went to do this recording. Of you. And then you went to church and all that. I said, good, let me help you. So she said, I said, I said in the morning, this is what I was doing. Yes, she said, you were training these people. I said, what was I doing in the afternoon? She said, you were doing a recording for your TV program. I said, but what was I doing? She said, you were talking. I said, what was I doing? She said, okay, you were teaching people. I said, when I get to the church, what do I do? I teach people. I said, when I write, what do I do? I said, I teach people. I said, at the end of the day, I said, so to help you and to help your friends, it doesn't look uh, very fanciful, but just tell your friends that your father is a teacher. So I'm either teaching in companies, I'm teaching in church, I'm teaching in school, I'm teaching through my writing, I'm teaching on TV, I'm teaching on radio, I'm teaching anything. So that is what I am. Now, you cannot talk about the subject I teach, but at the end of the day, I am a teacher. Wow. Wow. Very profound there. So you teach. And teach. What do teachers do? Teachers mold people. Yes. I'm, and a, I'm a mind molder. A mind what? Yes. A mind? Mind molder. Mind molder. I, I love that one. I'm going to adopt that one. Pastor Nigi yes. Adekunle, the mind molder. Pleased to yes. meet you, sir. Mind <laughs> nice to meet you. Okay, so my, my final question, my final question to you, just before we wrap up, is, you know, when you don't fulfill your dream, yeah. regret sets in. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Because I'm, I'm tired of hearing people say, that could have been me, I could have done that, I had a dream to write a book, I never got around to it. I could have been this, I could have been that, and I filled with regret. So two things. Is it ever too late? And when, when you accept that it's late and you, you're full of regret, how can you handle all of that? Well, uh, it's a very tricky one because um, sometimes it might look too late, but like I said, when you have clarity, then you can understand the full ramification of your dreams. So assuming somebody has a dream to become a footballer and at age... 10, you begin to practice. But between 10 and 40, you've not done anything. Then at 45, you say, oh, I want to be a footballer. I don't think any football club in the world will take you. <laughs> but then, because they don't, they don't sign people up at that age. But if you, just, if, if, you, if, you if you are able to settle down and allow your heart to, to understand the dream much more, it might be to impact football. So, if you're not just if you're, so, if you're not a footballer, it's about owning a football club. It's about impacting football as a coach. Because even if you're a footballer, Kanu and all of them, they're no longer playing football. So they either they run academies or they're coaching or something. So you can come in another way. I believe that the passion always stays, and no matter how late it is, you might not be able to do some aspects of it aspects of that dream you can pick up. Moses had a okay. dream. 40 years was gone, but he was able to pick it up again at age 80. So, you might not be able to do some aspects, but if it's a book, 
there are some things you might have written at age 20. But believe me, if you didn't write at age 20, even at your age 80, you can still write it. Bring those experiences into play. So the truth is this. We really have no excuse for pursuing our dreams, no matter how it is. Because there's an aspect of the dream you can always pursue. Dreams expand. And the more you focus on it, the more it expands. You know? Expands, so and, expands and evolves or expands only? Expands and evolves. And that's what I was going to say. So okay. you have an apple. I tell people, I say, I'm not a multi-gifted person. Some people are like multi-seeded people, like you. You know, they are like guava or, or pineapple or, or like, uh, what's it called? Uh, what do they call that? Papaya. Was Papaya. Watermelon. Has a, yeah. Has a lot of seed in there. I said, someone like me, like apple, you can see all the three, four seed in there. I said, but from that apple, you can create apple pie. You can have apple drink. You can have apple combo. You can have the powdered apple. You can do whatever it is. You know, so... And it's just the same apple. He said that George Washington Carver from the peanuts brought out over 400 different products. So a dream can evolve. And that's what happens. If you are faithful in the little one, God trusts you with more and brings more things out of it. But if you are not being faithful in the little, you won't see how more and more can come out of it. And that's the way I see it. But when you are committed to it and you work on it, God just opens or life opens another page of that dream to you and you can just keep expanding and moving on in it. Wow. wow. It's huge. It's huge because that's really what we exchange our lives for. A fulfilling life is a life that you're exchanging every day for the reality and the fulfillment of your dream. And so... Okay, stop that. I'm going to have to quote you there. That is so fantastic. Say that again. He said, the, the fulfillment of your life is when you exchange reality every for your dreams. Yeah, every day is real. exchange your life for the reality of your dream. Every day should be, I'm giving my time to get something that will help me realize my dream. Either building a skill, uh, 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 learning something, doing something to make that dream a reality. That's what, that's what life's all about. Life is, on, on, you are a dream unfolding every single day. So every single day, you should be doing something to unfold an aspect of that dream. At least a fulfilling life, that's what a fulfilling life should be about. So how, how do you handle regret? Regret. In my personal life, I've learned not to regret anything. It doesn't do anything. Learn from it and move on. Sounds weak, it sounds tough, but it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. You sit down, you regret and all that. It doesn't really do anything. Learn from it, dust yourself up and move on. It's painful, but it doesn't really do anything. Learn the lessons and move on. That's the best way to convert regrets into rewards. Wow. So now, when you say that we can just toss ourselves off and move on, you are actually implying that we're not accountable to anyone for this dream that was put in us. And if we agree that the, the dream was given by God, are we not accountable to no, him? We are accountable on 12. Number one. Okay. If you do not live and follow your dreams on earth, you will live that life of regret. That's one. So you face the pain here. Like you said, oh, I wish I'd done that. I, I feel like I'd do that. That regret is there. And ultimately, if you believe in the hereafter, you have to tell God what you did with the gifts, the opportunities, and the talents he gave you to make that thing happen. Absolutely. 
I strongly yeah. believe that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. It's been a really, really, really enlightening session with you, Pastor Lee, as always. And I'm so grateful you took our time to have this conversation. And I know that you'll be a regular. You'll be a regular on this show. And to all our viewers, a big thank you to Pastor Lee. Thank, thank you, you very much, everybody. Thank you. Out for now. God bless okay. you. Thank you, Doc. God bless you, Doc. Okay. Bye. Bye.